Hey, this is Mike Gilbert from Flotsam and Jetsam, and you're listening to Vernomatic on Metal Mayhem ROC. Live from the Metal Mayhem Studios in Rochester, New York. We are gold. And heard around the world by metalheads just like you. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Heavy metal music. Your weekly dose of metal music, interviews, album reviews, news, and more. Want to be part of the show? Send us a message through our website, metalmayhemroc.com. Or hit us up on Facebook and Twitter. Search Metal Mayhem ROC. It's getting nice and heavy. Now, welcome our hosts, John the Vernomatic Verno and Metal Forever March. Well, it certainly better be nice, hot, and heavy as we put the month of May to bed and we bring in June. Good evening, everybody. I'm the Vernomatic, and welcome to Metal Mayhem ROC. As always, Thursday nights, brand new shows drop. Visit the MetalMayhemROC.com website. There you'll find direct links to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher. While you're there, do us a favor, download some past shows, subscribe, and we ask you to sign up for our weekly email newsletter. This is your chance to get in the drawing for weekly giveaways. On uh, about a month, we're going to be introducing a Metal Mayhem ROC merch page. And we'll be giving stuff away. So that will be dropping uh, right around mid-July. So look forward to that. Uh, tonight, we are doing a sort of wrap-up show. Our feature interview tonight is Michael Gilbert of Flotsam and Jetsam. The band has a new album dropping tomorrow, Blood in the Water. We caught up with Michael about a week or two ago, Southern Cal, our Metal Mayhem correspondent from uh, Melbourne, Florida. We've been doing interviews all through the month of May. We had Sirith Ungle, that was last week, Jarvis uh, Letherby from Night Demon and Sirith. He was on talking about the Half Past Human release. And a couple weeks ago, we had James Rivera from Hellstar. They have a new one called Clad in Black. So let's get Cal up on here. Now, direct from a sunny beach in Florida. How's he not hot in all that leather? It's Metal Mayhem ROC correspondent Southern Cal with concert and music reviews, interviews, and more. Go ahead and pass the sunscreen. Here's Southern Cal. Well, tell you the truth, I think I'm going to have to go into the studio and reproduce that. We're going to have to add a content producer to his resume. Live from Melbourne, Florida, Southern Cal. How are you, buddy? Vernomatic, I'm doing good. How's everything up there? Well, you know what? I think we're catching up to you on the heat up here in the rock. We're, uh, we flirted with 80s a few days. It's uh, As we tape this, it's Memorial Day. Like I said in the open, you've had an integral part in the metal month of May, putting together such interviews as Sirith Ungle and Hellstar, and tonight's feature interview with Flotsam and Jetsam's Michael Gilbert. Just wanted to get your pulse on uh, what we've been doing up here and your take on some of these interviews. Well, like you said, Vernomatic, the 31 days of May, Metal May. Uh, we started out the month doing our James Rivera interview Anything from Hellstar that it's new and exciting is always great to hear. Um, also, that uh, how he just James stays playing in all these different bands, uh, doing what he can to you know keep the metal movement going. Uh, the Jarvis Leatherby from Sirith Ongle. I tell you, 
I uh, discovered a new band with Night Demon, his other band there. I really uh, have been getting into them a lot. Uh, so that was nice to to branch off from that. And uh, and then, uh, like you said, we're wrapping it up tonight with Michael Gilbert, Flotsam and Jetsam. What a great band. I've had the chance to see them. Great, great shows. Uh, they opened one show for Hellhammer, and then they were the opening act, uh, the headliner the next time. Just uh, what a metal month of May this has been. And then uh, we'll be continuing this into the month of June. Uh, a lot of good stuff to look forward to. We got a lot of things uh, we're trying to line up. Uh, even a, a, a review of uh, Nico McBrain's Rock and Roll Ribs down in uh, Boca Raton, Florida. Yeah, a couple of summers ago, I uh, took a flight down and Kale and I caught the Maiden Legacy of the Beast tour. Southern Cal was hyping me on the uh, Nichols rib joint and we go down there the night of the show and grab some uh, rib sticking before the show. And uh, he treated, what was the deal? He treated his staff to the night off. The day before he did a big promotion party down there out in the parking lot, they were giving away t-shirts and all sorts of uh, Iron Maiden swag. And then uh, the next day, the day of the show, he closed his restaurant down and gave the entire staff uh, tickets to the show so i think that was pretty cool on his behalf i like the uh generosity like that i was if i was in that position i would probably do the same but we had a chance we were down uh in the coconut creek area just south of boca raton and i uh, had a chance to finally get by and try it and i'm going to tell you it was good so we got a little review of that restaurant coming up if you're ever down in the uh, coconut creek area in florida i recommend you checking it out all right, cool. Well, uh, again, like I said, um, I appreciate the effort and the contribution to the cause. You've been doing a hell of a job this last four or five months adding to the show. And it's good uh, that this Florida thing's opening up because the Metallica guys are playing Daytona Beach and there's these shows going on. Yeah, we just got a uh, an Ace Freely announcement. Uh, two shows down here in October playing in West Palm and Tampa. Uh, Ace is opening up for Alice Cooper, so... Here we go. You know, the floodgates are open. Here we go. So looks like Vernomatic's going to be getting some uh, air miles in the next four or five months. So, all right. Well, Kale, you know, uh, let you get going. Enjoy the heat. And again, thanks for your help. And we'll talk to you soon. Uh, my pleasure, Vern. Thank you. All right. See you, man. So there's Southern Kale uh, down in Melbourne, Florida. It's going to be 200 degrees down there soon enough. So I'm sure next time we check in with him, he'll be complaining that it's just way too hot. So uh, let's get things going. We're going to have a little uh, a little word from our sponsor tonight, Freedom X Hand Sanitizer. And then Michael Gilbert, Flotsam and Jetsam. I'm the Vernomatic. This is Metal Mayhem ROC. Attention metalheads, we all want to return to concert venues soon. Introducing Metal Mayhem ROC Metal Forever Freedom X Sanitizer. This sanitizer product is water and foam based, manufactured with proprietary HYIQ solution. That's right, no alcohol, but more effective. Manufactured following FDA sanitizer monograph guidelines. It applies smooth without irritating the skin. Safe for all ages. Keep your friends and family safe with Metal Mayhem ROC's own sanitizer. Visit Metal Mayhem mroc.com or metalforever.com to order your bottles now use promo code metal at the freedom x checkout store for a show discount now now back to metal mayhem roc so we have on the line direct from phoenix arizona michael gilbert from flotsam and jetsam 
Michael, welcome to Metal Mayhem ROC. Hey, thanks. Thanks for having me. You're welcome. Uh, I'd like to introduce you to my show producer, John Southern Kale. He's in Melbourne, Florida. Hey, what's going on, John? Oh, not too much today. Thanks for joining us today, Mike. Appreciate it very much. Uh, again, thanks for having me. Right on. So the new album drops June 4th. It's uh, Blood in the Water, AFM Records. The uh, single is out right now. Got an advance of it, and we love it. Seems like we're... Uh, End of Chaos left off, plus some. Tell us about the new release. Oh, wow. Uh, it is definitely uh, the follow-up to the End of Chaos. Uh, we were pretty pretty stoked when we finished uh, recording it because, you know, we were, you know, that, that we thought Chaos was going to be pretty tough to follow up, you know. We all said that during the release of it, and, and we're like, oh, shit, you know, we did this uh, – uh, good record and how are we going to top this? And we, we've been talking about that for like a year uh, as we're working on this one. And when we get it back from mix, we got blood in the water back from mix and mastering and just, you know, the song arrangements and everything. But I'm, I couldn't be more proud of my band. Uh, we're stoked that, you know, we, we did a good follow-up to, to our last record. Were you happy with the mix that uh, Jacob Hansen did? Oh, hell yeah. He did a great job. I thought the album sounded great, too. Now, when you, you you talk about the momentum from End of Chaos going into the new one, how much of that is the working arrangement you have with Steve and uh, the new guys that you formed, in the, well, mainly Steve, in the last eight or nine years since he's been in the band? Yeah, Steve and I, uh, usually the songs, are kind, we kind of do the inception of them. You know, it'll start from, spawn from a riff, uh, and then we'll try to get like a, a pretty good arrangement of it uh, in our, in our sessions and then send it over to AK. So him and Ken can start putting uh, uh, melody lines and stuff on it. And if they, if they feel like they need to chop the song up a little bit uh, you know, they, we can do that really easily, but most of the time it, you know, it starts from Steve, Steve or I uh, in our competition. Cause we're always trying to top each other on our songwriting and our, our guitar skills, you know, <laughs> <laughs> of course, I'm not a guitar player, but uh, I could understand that y you've been since let's just say this new chapter of Flotsam, like 2012 on the releases have been coming more frequently. Was this accelerated because you had time with COVID or was this part of the plan? Did you build some momentum from chaos? Yeah, that, that's one thing uh, that we are concentrating on is trying not to, go so long between albums, you know, cause, uh, you, you want to stay relevant. And, and we put a lot of work in since the self-titled record. And if we spend too much time fucking around, right. Can I say that? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Oh, if, if we spend too much time <laughs> screwing around and, and, uh, not, not releasing a record or writing songs, then we lose our momentum and, and we've gained a bunch of momentum since the self-titled record. So, and touring too, you know, like we, we started touring a lot uh, more frequently instead of just once a year, you know. What do you credit the momentum? Is it a new generation of metalheads? Is it the fact that you're out touring? Is it the quality of the release or all of it? It's a little bit of all of it. But um, for me, like a few years ago, we were over in Europe and all they wanted to hear was classic songs. They, they, they go, they would say, we don't want to hear the new shit. You know, we don't like the new shit. And that was before the, uh, the self-titled. So they, they just wanted the first two records. 
But the last two years that we've been going over there, they, they've been asking us, are you going to play stuff off of the chaos record or the self-title record? And that was kind of an eye opener for me. It's like, okay, well, yeah, maybe these are doing something, you know, we're, we're, we're uh, remaining relevant with the new songs, which is not easy to do, you know, for metal bands these days uh, that are as old as us. Do you find yourself being part of this new wave of traditional heavy metal movement that's out yeah. there? Some of the, I use this term loosely, the legacy bands, you know, some of like yourself from the 80s moving forward, you really don't change your style to be current. You're sort of staying to your blueprint. Do you find the audience are almost gravitating back to your style of metal? Yeah, it, I, I think it's circling back around. Uh, and I think it'll do that every every couple of years and it'll pick up more fans uh, as it's as it's gaining momentum. You know, I, I definitely think people are, that haven't heard it are starting to hear it. And they're like, wow, there's a whole new world out there of, of this kind of music. And uh, I, I don't know, you know, it, it's I'm. I'm Super glad to be a part of it, that it's uh, part of the revitalization of the, the movement, I guess. You know, it's not just underground anymore. No, and it's, uh, it's a plus. Uh, let's talk about some of the songs off the new one. Why the single will burn the sky? Why that for the single? Uh, well, we chose the first three songs on the record because, you know, I'm a firm believer, as, as the rest of the guys, like, when you put on a record, you want your ass kicked. Uh, like right off the bat, you know, we want, we want your attention. So those first three ones are the, are the ones that are, uh, well, they're, everything on, on the album is pretty much in your face, but, but those right there, they, they make me want to just smash something, you know, uh, angry, aggressive, ferocious songs. Yeah, I like that style of that, those opening songs when they're like that, you know, blow back my hair and kick in my face type of stuff right there so <laughs> i was gonna say ask you michael um there was a time of, of 15 years which i didn't realize it was that long um i had gotten to see you guys on the forbidden territories down in lauderdale and again in the end of chaos in winter park and both times i got to meet you um you'd sat you and eric and even the drummer everybody just was hanging out you took the time to talk to the fans i thought that was really great um, and I appreciate it as a fan, and I'm sure everybody else that was taking pictures with you um, appreciates that stuff, too. But um, I just wanted to ask you, with 15 years you were out of this band, what were you doing during that time off, all that, that extended time, and uh, what brought you back into Flotsam? Oh, so a couple, couple answers for, for all these. I, I have to connect with the fans. You know, I love that, and I, I want them – if you don't have – fans and you don't talk to your fans you, you know nothing's going to happen with your band and i always love to hear the stories or or the way uh, uh they relate with something in their life with a song one of our songs you know i always i think that's really cool um my hiatus from the band uh was because of bad management at the time you know we just weren't saying things eye to eye Nothing personal against any of the dudes in the band. I, I just wanted to go a different direction with uh, and the management part of it was just not happening for me. So I bowed out. Uh, single father, and I was like, I, I need to be raising my kids anyway. So okay, so I did that, 
And then I, I ended up writing during that time uh, a bunch of stuff, played in a couple cover bands just to keep my chops up. And then uh, Ugly Noise came out when I, when I decided to come back. AK had called me and said uh, they needed me to do a show in Europe, a one-off, uh, Banger Head Festival. So I did that, and I, I, I never left the band. I never uh, – I was like, I'm here to stay now, you guys, so – uh, well, I know uh, yeah. Eric had a little hiatus from the band, too, and I heard if you could confirm this or not. Was he doing some country music, singing yeah. oh, some yeah. country? I read that. <laughs> yep. He is an awesome country singer. He's an awesome singer anyway. Uh, oh, yeah. He's, the, he's hands down, in my opinion, the best uh, vocalist in metal. But he was playing in a country band, and I would go and check him out. And I would drink. I don't line dance or anything like that, but he sounds freaking <laughs> great. You know, he puts on his little hat and his uh, chaps, his cowboy boots. <laughs> no, he doesn't do that. <laughs> <laughs> a little, a little urban cowboy there. Yeah. <laughs> Got to ask you about the yin and the yang on the on some of the tracks on the album. Uh, Brace for impact versus cry for the dead. <laughs> it's it, you know, it's a you, you got a lot going on there now. I've been a fan of the band for years, but I never really remember any kind of like official ballads. And I don't know if cry for the dead is considered a ballad, but it's a fantastic song and the brace for impact. That's a killer, killer riff. The drums are killer. Comment on these two tracks. Yeah. Ken Mary is a monster freaking drummer. Uh, there's no doubt about that. It's amazing. Just playing with the guy, uh, you know, it's like, it's like driving a Cadillac, you know, it's really easy to play with, uh, with this guy, you know, as well as the rest of the guys in the band. But, um, uh, yeah, brace for impact is, was one of my favorites on the tune, uh, on the record. Uh, and that's actually going to be the next single that's going to be coming out too. So, and then, uh, cry for the dead. This is Ken called me up and he's like, dude, you need to write something that sounds like it was off the no place for disgrace record. We need some kind of a ballad. And I worked on it a little bit and, I came up with that song, Cry for the Dead, and I, I you know, I sent it to him. And I said, dude, this is nothing like you asked for. It doesn't sound anything like uh, what would be on No Place for Disgrace. And it's funny because in a lot of the interviews I've been doing, uh, they're hearing that. They're saying it's got a lot of uh, uh, elements of the No No Place record. I'm like, okay, I wasn't, I was trying to do that, but I didn't think I accomplished it. Yeah, yeah, well, it's I, I got that vibe out of it. And now you comment on, you know, working with uh, Ken on drums is the addition of Ken and Bill. Are they younger than you or are they, are they giving you a little kick in the ass? And, you know, <laughs> I think Bill is the pup of the band now. Uh, and he's a, another super talent. And he, he, what's happening with the band right now is chemistry. The chemistry is what, what's making me want to do it. It's making, I don't know. It's hard to explain. The chemistry when we all get together is pretty cool. We're all friends and, uh, you know, brothers. Instead of being pissed off at each other and, well, we got to fire this guy or whatever. Yeah. But uh, everybody has different personalities. Ken is really, uh, he's really laid back, dude. He's super funny. But then when he plays the drums, he becomes like a fucking demon. Um and the same thing with Bill. Bill's he's a very quiet guy, uh, but when he plays the bass, it's like okay, this guy means business. 
Yeah, when Ken is playing it, it it's almost like he's uh, got an extra set of arms back there. It's just amazing how he gets around that kit. Great drummer. Michael Gilbert, uh, guitarist of Flotsam and Jetson, new album drops June 4th, Blood in the Water. Michael, we have a fun show segment on Metal Mayhem ROC called the Mount Rushmore of Metal. Many have tried, most have failed, only a few survived. This is the Mount Rushmore of Metal. So we're going to ask Michael Gilbert today, the band's been touring their ass off in the last well, 30 years, but more importantly, in the last 10 years. And you've played with everyone from, you know, Megadeth to the harder bands. Can you give us a Mount Rushmore of like the top four or five bands that you really thoroughly enjoyed touring with? Oh, uh, you know what? Megadeth for sure. Never a dull moment with those guys. Uh, haven't toured with the new, the newest lineup yet. Uh, maybe some, maybe at some point. So that's going to be number one. King Diamond is number two. Um, and, and Overkill, uh, man, I only get four, huh? Oh, no, we'll Shit. give you five. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll put your face up on there, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> so and destruction. Uh, and who else? Yeah, those have been my. Fa- those are probably my favorite touring uh, bands that we've toured with for sure. And let me ask you, why, why, why them? Are they just generally cool guys and just memorable tours, or yes to all? Yes to all. I mean, every day is like a new adventure. Um, there's no boring times about any of it when you're out there, and uh, it, uh, it's just unbelievably great. Well, talking about uh, these tours and stuff, I got to see on the Forbidden Territories, and uh, you guys were opening up for Hammerfall. How were they to? tour around with the most polite people i've ever met in my life and they look like that (laughs) they look like polite metal people oh yeah um really great band the tour can i add another one to my list sure sure (laughs) yeah um and same thing with those guys you know i watched every show of theirs every night because they were just that good of a band and and uh you know, he's such a good front man. It's just really, really great band to watch. 
Yeah, that's how I got to, well, you were out there at the bar having a beer, watching Hammerfall, and I turned around and I was like, yeah, there's Michael Gilbert. So I definitely confirm yeah. you were out there watching. They were a good band and a great front man also. And you could tell the crowd was very into the band. Everybody's having a good time. Any newer bands you're into? Now, you, you're, you're from Phoenix. Uh, you familiar? Or do you know uh, the guys from Spirit Adrift or anything like that? I don't know those guys. I've heard of them, but um, I I haven't checked them out yet. So hopefully when things start to open up and I can see a show, you know, I would love to go go see them live. Um, yeah, Gojira. I'm like heavily into Gojira right now. I can't get enough. If it, if it was if it was a drug, I would have. Yeah, they're uh, <laughs> they've really taken things over wherever wherever I'm turning. What about some of those Swedish bands, Enforcer, Primal Fear, you know, that kind of stuff? Are you familiar, and do you like that kind of stuff? Yeah, I do. We, we did tour with Enforcer uh, a couple of years ago. That was pretty fun. Never a dull moment on, on that tour either because those, those Swedish guys are just they're, – they're fun. They do some some quirky things sometimes. That, uh, it's just another, uh, another culture, you know. It's pretty cool. Well, let me ask you, Mike, um, if this COVID wasn't going on, you guys had some tour dates announced, and in about four days I would have been catching you in Ybor City over in Tampa um, if this tour hadn't been canceled that you guys had posted. Um, are there any plans in the near future for Flotsam and Jetsam to get out on the road and tour around the, the states or over in Europe? Yeah, we're, we're talking about that right now. Uh, I think – we're going to do the same, uh, same tour routing when it gets booked. And, uh, we've got a new booking agency continental, which that's what they're doing right now. And, uh, there's a couple other things coming down the line too, other than the accept tour in uh, uh, Europe and then the festivals, there's, uh, there's going to be some surprises coming out pretty soon. <laughs> yeah. That accept that's, it seems like a long way away, but, uh, the beginning of 2022, pretty positive. That's going to happen. Uh, about 50 50 you know it seems like europe is kind of having they're starting to have some issues again and cl doing some more closures so you know that's got us a little worried yeah and i was looking forward to to uh touring with my, one of my guitar idols wolf hoffman shredder and that too mean to, <laughs> too mean to die is fantastic that tornillo stuff is it's good stuff you know um oh yeah a lot of good metal. A lot of the bands are like really performing. It's just a lot of good stuff. That Armored Saint kicks ass. The, uh, you know, just proud of proud of you guys. You're uh, fucking doing it. So, no, right uh, on, yeah, John. Uh, anything you want to shoot by Michael before we let him go? Uh, thank you once again for joining us. Um, I want to thank you once again for taking the time to talk to me. Both times I got to meet you the last few years. And uh, I really appreciate that as a fan. And um, if you guys do happen to get over to Ebor City, I will be there. I know you guys like to hang out a little bit after the shows. And if I get a chance, I'd like to introduce myself to you personally and uh, enjoy a show again. It'd be great. You know, we're open here in Florida. So feel, feel free to do as many gigs as you can here. We're wide open here. Well, that sounds great. I'm looking forward to that. And, and thank you guys for having me on the show. Yeah, thank you, and um, stay safe. Yes, thank you, Michael. <laughs> All right, guys. Take care. See you, Mike. 
Metal for life. Thanks for listening to Metal Mayhem ROC. Check out our websites at MetalMayhemROC.com and MetalForever.com for information on upcoming concerts, podcasts, archives, and all sorts of info. Please like, follow, and share with everyone, even your non-metal friends. Catch us next time on WLFE-TV Radio. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.